Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, America's Secretary of State travels to the Middle East once again, this time urging Israel to pause its attacks on Gaza to allow more humanitarian aid in and to reduce civilian casualties. Here are tonight's headlines. Secretary Blinken reiterated U.S. support for Israel, but was unable to persuade Prime Minister Netanyahu to temporarily pause fighting, Israel insisting that Hamas must first release hostages. Meanwhile, another terror group, Hezbollah, vows to enter the battle. A Hezbollah rocket attack fired from southern Lebanon only about two miles away hit this random residential neighborhood. Hundreds more foreign nationals escape Gaza. CBS's Chris Livesay is in Cairo as the first bus carrying Americans arrived. We were living in hell. Every day we wake up alive, we thank God. And the growing concern in the West Bank as violence against Palestinians by Israeli settlers intensifies. FDX founder Sam Bankman-Fried now faces up to 110 years in prison after a Manhattan jury found him guilty of what prosecutors call one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. This kind of fraud, this kind of corruption is as old as time. This is about protecting our freedom to go to a bowling alley, a restaurant, a school, a church without being shot and killed. President Biden and the First Lady visit Lewiston, Maine to mourn the 18 people killed in the mass shooting. And it's Friday, so Steve Hartman is on the road with a class of first graders who show us that a good imagination really can take you anywhere. It was my first time on a plane. We were inside a cloud. We had a little turbulence. Thank you for joining us on this Friday night. I'm Margaret Brennan, in for Nora. 
We begin tonight with the spiraling violence in the Middle East. Secretary of State Antony Blinken returned to Israel today to show support for its military campaign against the terror group Hamas, while also urging Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to be careful while waging that war. The U.S. is pushing for a temporary humanitarian pause to allow for the distribution of aid in Gaza. The U.S. says thousands of Palestinian civilians have died in the nearly month-long war. Today, Netanyahu rejected any ceasefire that doesn't include the release of hostages. Blinken, seen here leaving Israel for Jordan, is under intensifying pressure to broker a solution. Meanwhile, the Pentagon confirmed that it is conducting unarmed drone flights over Gaza in an effort to help locate the roughly 240 hostages held by Hamas. Today, an Israeli airstrike hit a convoy of ambulances, which Israel says Hamas uses to transport terrorists and weapons. The strike killed dozens of people. We have team coverage tonight, and CBS's Charlie Daggett will start us off from near Israel's northern border with Lebanon in Kiryat Shmona. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening, Margaret. Yes, we're close to the border with Lebanon, which is just under two miles in that direction. Uh, This area and the area behind me has come under repeated attacks this week, and we've heard a couple of explosions tonight. On the day, the Secretary of State warned regional enemies not to open up a second front. And a warning, our story contains images some might find disturbing. With the war in Gaza raging and Israeli forces tightening their grip on Gaza City less than 50 miles away, the Secretary of State returned to Tel Aviv in part to persuade leaders here to allow for a humanitarian pause. We need to do more to protect Palestinian civilians. We've been clear that as Israel conducts its campaign to defeat Hamas, how it does so matters. But Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he has no intention of pausing that campaign. I made clear that we will continue full force and that Israel refuses any temporary ceasefire, which does not include the release of our hostages, he said. But both men were united in warning Israel's Iranian-backed regional enemies from widening the war beyond the battlefields of Gaza. Yet northern Israel has seen a sharp escalation in violence with Lebanon this week. A rocket attack on the border town of Kiryat Shimona last night set cars and buildings ablaze. Hamas militants who have a presence in Hezbollah-controlled areas of Lebanon claim responsibility for the barrage. And this is the aftermath. It's just a row of shops on a random residential street. A couple of people were injured. But it doesn't matter what the target was when the aim is to spread fear. In his first comments since the war began, the leader of Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, said his group has already been battling Israeli forces in the north in order to stretch them thin in Gaza, but stopped short of declaring an all-out war. Inside Gaza itself today, the Israeli military released new video showing the firefights and street battles underway with Hamas militants as soldiers encircle Gaza City. But civilians continue to bear the worst of the violence. Hamas health officials said an Israeli airstrike hit a convoy of ambulances outside the Al-Shifa hospital in Gaza City. Israel has accused Hamas of using the grounds as a command center. 
but images show a number of civilians among the victims, adding to a death toll that continues to mount by the day. And we are learning from a briefing tonight by the Israeli military that one of its aircraft did strike an ambulance because it was being used, quote, by a Hamas terrorist cell in close proximity to their position. Margaret. Charlie Daggett in Israel. Today, Secretary of State Antony Blinken urged the Israeli government to take action against what he called extremist violence being committed against Palestinians by Jewish settlers who are living in the Palestinian-majority West Bank. Violence has increased there since the October 7th terror attack and the Israeli government recently provided weapons to settlers. CBS's Deborah Pada reports tonight from Jerusalem. Bilal Saleh was collecting olives from his ancestral land with his family last Saturday. His olive grove in the West Bank is surrounded by illegal Israeli settlements regarded as a flagrant violation of international law. This footage captured four Israeli settlers approaching Saleh's land, wearing white, one with a gun slung across his shoulder. A shot rings out. Moments later, his relatives find him lying dead on the ground. He was buried that same day. We met his grieving widow, Iklas, at a family home. He was taken from his children. What will our children understand after seeing their father murdered on his land? Since the brutal Hamas attack on October 7, violence against Palestinians living in the Israeli-occupied West Bank has escalated, with over 120 people killed, at least eight by settlers, who are well-armed and well-trained and, say human rights activists, increasingly encroaching on Palestinian land. Jerusalem's deputy mayor and settler Arya King says Saleh was a terrorist and the shooter acted in self-defense. He did exactly the right thing, that I would do the same. With due respect, he was a farmer. These farmers, this is not human being. This video provided by the shooter's lawyer shows two men, one throwing stones. But Saleh is not seen in this clip. His widow told the Palestinian press that the settlers raised their weapons against her husband, so he grabbed a stone and threw it at them in self-defense. When we asked her about this, she had this to say. We were on our land picking olives. They have their guns. We had nothing to protect ourselves. The shooter's attorney also accuses Saleh of supporting Hamas, a claim Saleh's widow firmly denies. The settler was arrested but has since been released, Margaret, while the investigation continues. Deborah Pada in Jerusalem tonight. Well, the race to escape Gaza continues for thousands of foreign nationals. Around 350 people crossed the border into Egypt and into safety today. The White House says more than 100 American citizens have so far made it across the border. Hundreds still remain in Gaza. CBS's Chris Livesay was the only network correspondent there as the first bus carrying Americans arrived in Cairo last night. 
Trapped with her three children, Layla Basaso of Ohio was desperate to escape Gaza when we first met her there two weeks ago. For America to do this to us, a strongest country, to leave their citizens here and not help them, that's, that's a big problem. The only way out? Egypt. We're waiting. They came to the border four times, but for her two youngest, who don't have U.S. passports, authorities gave Baseso an impossible choice. So I went to give them our passports. They told us you can't take, uh, you can't go through. But both of their kids that are not on the list, they that they can't go through. But tonight, with the help of the U.S. State Department, Baseso and all three kids are finally safe. What was it like? Every day we wake up alive, we thank God. After a six-hour bus ride from Gaza to Cairo, the U.S. Embassy is now helping them get to Ohio from a war zone. You, you saw a bombing? We saw the bombs from us and theirs. For now, they're trying to put the horror behind them and focus on the future. Let's hope a new page has opened for us, a new life. We'll start. And like a lot of those American citizens fleeing, that family has deep ties to the Gaza Strip. But when I asked that mom if she thought they would ever go back home, she says that'll depend on if there's anything left of her home to go back to. Margaret. Chris Livesay in Cairo tonight. Now to what prosecutors called one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Former crypto king Sam Bankman-Fried could be sentenced to more than 100 years in prison after a federal jury in New York found him guilty of fraud, conspiracy and money laundering. CBS's Errol Barnett has been there throughout the trial and has more on the verdict. It was a swift and supersonic fall from grace for a man who was once a Forbes magazine cover story with an estimated net worth of $26 billion. 31-year-old Sam Bankman-Fried is now awaiting sentencing in this Brooklyn federal prison after a jury unanimously found him guilty of seven financial felonies, including conspiracy, fraud, and money laundering. I wasn't super involved in Alameda. I was not involved at all in the trading. Um, I hadn't been for years. The government accused Bankman-Fried of stealing $10 billion from crypto customers by funneling it through FTX's hedge fund Alameda Research, using that money to gain access to celebrities, which increased the popularity of his crypto platform. The Department of Justice is now pointing to Bankman-Fried as an example of those who, quote, try to hide crimes behind a shiny new thing they claim no one else is smart enough to understand. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York said this case is a warning. To every single fraudster out there who thinks that they're untouchable or that their crimes are too complex for us to catch, those folks should think again. I promise we'll have enough handcuffs for all of them. Now, the U.S. government says it intends to bring even more charges against Mr. Bankman-Fried, stemming from evidence uncovered during this trial. It relates to allegations of bribery of Chinese officials. Margaret, that investigation is expected to begin in March of next year. Errol, thank you. President Biden traveled to Lewiston, Maine this afternoon to comfort a community still in mourning following a mass shooting that left 18 people dead last week. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports the president met with victims, family members and first responders. 
President Biden and the First Lady walked hand-in-hand hand with Maine's governor this afternoon in Lewiston, the town still reeling from the massacre nine days ago. As we mourn today in Maine, this tragedy opens a painful, painful wounds all across the country. It's the president's fourth visit to a community upended by a mass shooting in the last 18 months. Buffalo, Uvalde, Monterey Park, and after each one, the president called for a new federal ban on assault-style weapons. And each time, nothing happened. Injuries are devastating. Dr. Tim Cunahan treated many of the victims at Central Maine Medical Center. He had one request today for the president. Try and move the ball uh, as far as gun control and uh, mental health treatment. But Breslin McNear, whose father Keith was killed at the bar, said stricter gun laws are not the answer. Can't blame the item that was used for the person's problems. The person was the problem in this because of what they used to destroy lives. Maine's governor is establishing an independent commission to explore why particular red flags about the shooter prior to the rampage weren't pursued and never reported to the FBI's threat center. McNear, who today saw a memorial to his father for the first time, says any follow-up report will bring little comfort. There's nothing that's going to bring my dad back worrying about the possibility of what could have been. Tonight, the Maine Medical Examiner's Office says that the shooter died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound that likely happened 8 to 12 hours before his body was discovered. That would mean that he was alive and on the run for about 36 hours after the shootings, while much of this community was sheltering in place. Margaret. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Well, it was a frightening scene aboard a JetBlue flight when a passenger's backpack oh burst into flames. We'll have the details next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. There were some terrifying moments aboard a JetBlue plane this week when a passenger's carry-on bag exploded just before takeoff from New York's JFK International Airport. Video posted on social media shows flight attendants pouring water on the backpack. Officials say the lithium-ion battery for a portable phone charger was to blame, and the bag owner suffered minor burns. Today, an issue with the automated clearinghouse system prevented paychecks and other payments at several major banks, including Chase, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America, from reaching accounts. The Federal Reserve says it was not a cybersecurity problem and has been resolved. A trip of a lifetime without ever leaving class. On the Road is next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible 
your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road to a class getting straight A's in imagination. You may walk to recess. At the Trinity Leadership School near Dallas, Sonia White's first graders are still flying high. Come all the way back and walk. Still reliving their amazing one-day field trip south of the border. Where are you going? Mexico. To Mexico. I love your outfit. It was my first time on a plane. We went inside of a cloud. I saw the ocean. Is that your first time seeing the ocean? Mm-hmm. At this point, you've got to be wondering, how could a school afford this? What kind of teacher does it take to fly a class of first graders to Mexico for a day? A very clever one. So just to be clear, you did not go to Mexico. We did not. You did not get on a plane. We did not. You never left the class. We did not. <laughs> what you're about to see is a testament to the power of imagination and the magic teachers have to harness it. Okay, let's find out. After Sonia's students told her their one wish was to fly on a plane, she went full throttle on the pretend. Your, um, boarding pass and your passport, please. Created travel documents for each child and then boarded them on their flight to Mexico. Okay, guys, we are now at 13,000 feet. You may take out a snack. We had a little turbulence. Boy, it did not scare me. But my friend Lorenzo had a rough landing. Really? What happened to him? He was like... The buy-in really was remarkable. One of my students saw somebody that night and they said, what are you doing here? I thought you were in Mexico. And he said, yeah, we were. We got back at three. <laughs> and that's when I was like, they really think we went to Mexico. I'm writing you from Mexico. Teachers everywhere could use more resources. But the best always seem to figure out a way to take kids places. Often without so much as a bus ride. Did this fuel your desire for more travel? Yes. Do you know North Korea? Yeah, sure. Probably I do not want to go to next. I guess even pretend flights come with travel warnings. Yes. Steve Hartman, On the Road, near Dallas. That is adorable. 
Steve Hartman on the road. That's it for tonight's CBS Evening News. Be sure to tune in to Face the Nation this Sunday. My guests include Israel's ambassador to the United States, Michael Herzog, and the Palestinian ambassador to the United Kingdom, Hossam Zomlat. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan. Good night. I'll see you Sunday. And don't forget to set your clocks back this weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.